Welcome to Vegan Boss Radio, where we will be talking about all things related to business, health, and lifestyle. We connect with passionate vegans from around the world so they can share their stories, challenges, and what it's like to navigate being vegan in a non-vegan world. Before we get into the episode today, we wanted to let you know about our Patreon membership options. For our official patron members, we provide a selection of new recipes each month, as well as a bonus nutrition episode that covers the most common questions we get asked about being vegan. This is a $5 per month membership, and this option also includes an ongoing 10% off on our online vegan supplement store. We also created a VIP patron membership for those of you that are looking for more personalized support and guidance. This option also includes the recipes and the bonus nutrition episodes, as well as a 15-minute one-on-one nutrition coaching call each month. And then instead of getting the 10% off of the vegan supplement store, you get 20% off. So this personalized membership is $30 per month. Please let us know if you have any questions and check out the link in our bio to learn more or to sign up. Hi everyone, thanks for joining Vegan Boss Radio. Um, Today we do have a guest, but I just want to quickly note that um, Megan is with a client right now, so she won't be joining us on this call, unfortunately, but fortunately, we have an amazing (laughs) guest. Um, so her name is Naray Dawn. Naray is a Canadian recording artist, lead vocalist in the band Star Captain, singer, songwriter, entrepreneur, holistic practitioner, new mama, vegan, of course, that's why you're here, and the founder of High Vibes Apothecary in Vancouver. Um, she began creating her own natural products after being diagnosed with cancer in 2001. So thank you for joining me. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's yeah, been, you know, it's just great to be here. <laughs> I'm glad I it's mean, finally aligned for us. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and it's just so funny because like I've seen you briefly, like in various parts of my life. Like, right. But like we crossed paths for I don't know how many years now. Like I'm trying to think of the first time we actually met, and I think uh, do you remember? Was it at like one of the vegetarian restaurants or I think like it was organic through music first oh it was through music right yeah You're right yeah yeah beautiful yeah. connector <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I forget yeah. like we had like some mutual friends and I ended up at a show of yours and right yeah, yeah. then I think I found out that you were um vegan right right yeah, yeah. that's amazing yeah I love that music connected mm-hmm. us totally <laughs> yeah I definitely want to hear more about that um, part of your life, but I wanted yeah. to start by asking you about your vegan story, which I believe right. is connected to when you started making the natural body care products after the cancer diagnosis. Right. So that kind of was just the huge um, awakening in my life um, when I was 20 years old and um, was diagnosed with cancer. And then that kind of led me onto my journey of healing and wellness. Um, But I didn't actually become vegan until around 2007 um, when I was actually surfing on MySpace. (laughs) I don't know if you remember MySpace back in the day. (laughs) And I stumbled on a video called Meet Your Meat. 
And um, I always kind of refrain from watching those videos because I'm a, a ultra sensitive um, empathic person and, and I found them, you know, I just was like, I already know what's happening, but I'm just going to watch it because I want to know the truth. Like I'm ready. Okay. I was finally ready. And I watched it. And of course it just um, broke me open and I could never look back. And I was like, you know what, <laughs> that, that was it for me. That was like the turning point. And I was like, mm -hmm. I can never go back now that I know what is actually going on. You know, even though somewhere down in my being, even as a young child, I knew that it didn't feel right. Like I was like, why do we eat our friends? Like I just, mm -hmm. it didn't resonate with me. And um, yeah, but that, that whole journey has led me into a lot of discoveries and learning and, and unlearning. Right. So yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah. that's like a pretty heavy thing to deal with at 20 years old. So extra. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, it's in a way a blessing in disguise because yeah. it really turned me onto a new path and one that I'm grateful for and I'm mm -hmm. continually learning and learning about. And um, yeah, and I just started getting into different modalities of, mm -hmm. of healing and, um, and I'm grateful that it led me to be open to being ready to become vegan and learn right. more about veganism and what I'm putting in my body, what I'm putting mm -hmm. on top of my body, all of these things. So yeah. Okay. It's been a, it's so, been a trip. Yeah, that's incredible to hear that story and just like what led you up to this point um right so I mean you started looking more into I guess like the chemicals that were in your like everyday products that you were using and did you kind of start looking at diet as well and eating more whole yes. foods and just not yet like fully vegan yeah. So initially, um, the doc, when I was seeing the doctors, they were saying, um, to actually eat more meat because my hemoglobin was low, my iron was low and they're just trying to figure it out. So I was like, okay. And so I started eating more meat mm -hmm. and then my cell, like the cell turnovers are um, rapidly increasing and my um, cancer sped up because initially they're like, Oh, you're at stage three, no worries. And my mom was like, let's go get a second opinion. So we got a second opinion. Um, he was like, go eat more meat. I started mm -hmm. eating more meat and I instantly felt worse. And, wow. um, and inside I was like, I feel like it's because I'm eating more meat. Um, like I just started listening more and tuning mm -hmm. more into my own body. And um, yeah. And so after that point, I started researching, researching more about nutrition and all of that. Um, but I was just, it was such a blur and it was such mm -hmm. a, I just really just had to go into it and um, learn different modalities. And so, yeah, it eventually did lead me to the path of wellness and, um, uh, but yeah, learning more about what was going into my products really was shocking to me. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. I just kind of trusted that when someone puts something out there, it's going to be okay to consume, you know? And so once I started delving into that, it just became this like unfolding of like, wow, um, I need to start creating something that's good for myself, mm -hmm. um, internally, you know, and it just really, I just went inwards and, and, um, yeah. 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 It's quite shocking when you start looking into it and then oh my gosh I forget what the name is like they can say like natural scent or like yeah. something about perfume and that's their like pr proprietary information so they don't have to actually list everything right natural fragrance yeah. right is yeah. what it is yeah. yeah which is can be very deceiving because you're like oh it's natural you yeah. know <laughs> yeah, yeah so yeah yeah 
And yeah, I don't think people realize like what we put on our skin, what we breathe in, like all of that affects our internal health as well. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I had no idea. Even just like things like, like something simple as candles. I've always loved candles and, and not knowing that when you're breathing in fragrances, like not natural ones, mm-hmm. that it can affect your, you know, um, reproductive system and, yeah. and throat, which I'm yeah. a singer. So I, I was like, why am I always getting like sore throats? And, you know, so Yeah. So interesting. It's so very interesting. Yeah. Um, so with the food, like yeah. watching the, it was called Meet Your Meat? Meet Your Meat Okay, what it was called. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Wow. And did someone like just share that with you on MySpace or it was like on I think the so. Wall? Yeah. No, it was just on the wall like uh, yeah. back in the day. And I just was like, okay, I, I think I'm ready to watch this now. <laughs> and I wasn't ready, but you know, yeah. I'm, gl- I'm glad I did. So. So that was like in 2007. 2007. Okay. And then was it like quite like immediate? Like the next day you were pretty much, you have cut everything out or did you do it in stages? I actually did it in stages. I went pescatarian. So I cut out um, fish and then, um, and then I was like, I'm going to try dairy now. Once I cut out dairy, it was like life changing to me. Mm. I woke up with the craziest amount of energy. I just felt so clear. And that's, I really noticed a huge difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that led me to go raw vegan. So I was raw vegan for about a year, okay. um, which I loved, but um, I almost was like flying so high that I like needed so much <laughs> ground. I was like, woo, like, yeah. let's go. Like, it's like, I already have enough energy. Now it's just like <laughs> next to the next level. I'm like not even on earth anymore. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then I just kind of adapted things and changed things around to kind of okay. fit how I'm living now. Yeah. Yeah. So you found like your balance of like cooked and raw and it probably like changes with the seasons too. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Eating seasonally, I think is huge, a huge yeah. part of it too. Yeah. Okay. Um, so back then when you first went vegan, what mm-hmm. did you find was the most challenging and then compared to now being vegan in 2021, what oh is my like goodness. the most challenging part? <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy because back even test 10 years ago or mm. whenever I became full on vegan, it was just not cool. Like it was like, you know, I remember so many people just, what the heck are you doing? Like, you know, um, just getting so many questions. I remember so many people online, like messaging me upset and angry. And like, I'd get into these massive debates, like, oh, I spent so much energy like debating. And I was like, I just have to let this go. And, um, it's changed. Like it's, to the next level now and I'm so grateful that it's become almost mainstream like Mm -hmm. it's where I've always hoped it would go to so now when I go to a grocery store go to a restaurant there's options you know I remember even back then going to my cousin's wedding in Las Vegas and um they're like you're you're vegan and I'm like they're like what's a vegan and they're like well we got some you know frozen peas and carrots for you in the back and they thawed that for me for dinner and I was like sure like just throw some balsamic vinegar on there and um yeah so it was a lot more difficult um but slowly in time it's just been um so much more accessible and I love that everyone's so pumped on it now and I Mm -hmm. love that the community is growing and it's really really incredible to see yeah, I can't yeah. believe how much it's grown over the years. <laughs> right? It's, right, I you're mean, an OG vegan, right? Yeah, yeah, almost 20 years, I think. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Like wow. My first year at UBC studying nutrition. Yeah. And wow. I mean, the nutrition education world is another story. Like, they do not tell you how to, like, 
be vegan properly. It's just like all like kind of red flags they're telling you about like, oh, you have to be careful about this and iron and B12 and protein. So, I mean, we talked about it, but it wasn't like it didn't ever seem like they were fully in support of it. It was just like something, it's something you can do, but, (laughs) but this could happen and this could happen, you know? Oh, interesting. Yeah. But we'd also have like the dairy industry people come and talk to our classes. Whoa. Yeah. And what was that like? (laughs) Well, I mean, it was just like their dairy industry propaganda being right. Like, like, like 300 students in a class being lectured to about like the benefits of dairy. Wow. So, I mean, some people would kind of question it and be like, why are like the nations that drink the most milk have the most like osteoporosis and like, mm-hmm. so, so a couple people would be like that. And I would always right. be like, you know, like questioning things. Yeah. What about broccoli? Like, like when it came to like where to get calcium, like, you know, <laughs> what about our like, leafy greens like low oxalate greens especially 100 percent. so yeah I can relate to the feeling like isolated and alone um in the beginning days for sure right definitely definitely yeah um I'm curious though like throughout this plant-based vegan journey you've been on um have any friends or family members gone vegan Actually, they have most like in the most recent period of time, um, you know, my eldest niece, she watched a a video and um, became, you know, she's going in that direction right now and cutting meat out. And then my Mm -hmm. eldest brother who eats, he like my whole life, he's ate like meat every day. And he always jokes about it, but he actually pulled me aside. He's like, guess what, Maria? I'm I'm like, you know, there's uh, throughout the week, I cut out meat like on a couple days. And which is huge. And I'm like, yes, what? yeah, you know, so yeah, more and more friends that are like that I've even had debates with back in the day or just not debates, mm-hmm. just like conversations with yeah. that are like, I'm never going vegan, <laughs> you know, or like, guess what, Nere? <laughs> like, yeah. I've had a lot of those messages. So that like just, you know, makes brings me so much joy. I'm like, wow. Yeah. Very okay. cool. That's awesome to hear. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, like when you say like when you first went um, vegan, all the debates that you would have, what were like the most common things people would like try to argue against veganism with? Oh, just about what you're killing. You don't like killing animals, but you kill plants, Mm. Um, you know, like where do you get your protein from? Um, Just everything under the sun that I think a lot of vegans kind of experience like the yeah. questions, you know? Um, and, but just people getting pretty upset. I remember back in the day because mm-hmm. they just couldn't understand, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. So part <clears throat> like nutrition, protein saying it can't be done. And then part like probably this is what we've always done. Exactly. Um, animals were put here for us. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's always that a whole argument. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um, I was just reading a post in this like Facebook group I'm in. Um, someone was saying like their interests and things that they like, and like right. it was like hiking, yoga, animals. And then she was like, if anyone wants to like get together and eat a ton of seafood, like, and then go or, oh. or go for coffee. Oh so, my goodness! <laughs> when people say they love animals, it's always it's, like certain animals the ones they yeah eat, like like ones that they like 
Right. The ones that they choose to kind yeah. of highlight and, or like, um, sometimes I'll see people walking with their dogs and then they have the fur trim and then I'm oh. like, oh, that's probably a dog oh. fur trim, but they, but I, they don't, maybe they don't know, yeah. Yeah. you know, and I'm like, oh, you yeah. know, so yeah. Yeah. I just hope that more information gets out there and yeah, you know, but ultimately it's, everyone has their own free will and it's everyone's mm-hmm. own choice, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I try to approach veganism that way of just living as an example, as opposed to enforcing my belief system or, mm-hmm. um, cause I, in the community, I see a lot of like, uh, shame going on mm-hmm. where people kind of, you know, you should be doing this. Don't, why are you doing that? Like, don't you know? And it's like, I think everyone just has their own path and eventually they may open up and become vegan or may not. And yeah. um, we don't know cause we have our own individual paths and yeah. I respect that. And um, I just continue just to kind of live in my life the way I do and to be an example and share as much information, but not only ever coming from a place of love and compassion. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. I feel like some approaches um, in like activism can make people well, I mean, it depends on the individual. So I feel like some people could be like, it could push them further away from the idea of going vegan. Totally. And then other people need it to be like abrupt and in their face. And then they're like, oh, okay, I'm paying right now. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. Like, we're all so different. We're all so different. Yeah. But, it, but kind of like, um, I came to this conclusion because I was actually standing in a really... Um, well-known market and mm-hmm. a bunch of activists, activists came in and some who are, are my friends even. And I was like, well, this should be interesting. And I, I was mm-hmm. in this long lineup with, you know, people from all different ages and, you know, from young to old. And I was like, I'm going to see how everyone reacts, like just as a, as an observer. And, um, mm-hmm. and they came marching in and I'm not kidding you. Like every single person in that lineup, their heart completely just closed. And I just found that so interesting. And I was like, I kind of had an epiphany. I was like, I don't mm-hmm. think I'm going to approach veganism this way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's important. I think there are important, important protests, yeah. but I just saw everyone's heart close. And mm-hmm. so when your heart is closed, you're not really willing to receive any, in any information or yeah. hear anything. Right. It just, they, it just turned them really, really completely off. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know what, from now on, I just going to, I'm living an example. And when conversations arise, I'm going to take that window, but I'm not going to be the one to be like, go vegan right now. You know what I mean? (laughs) So anyways, I just found that really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I always like sharing food with people. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That is the most wonderful way I feel like to, you know, converse. Uh, To me, that's like music in a way where it's like, you're just sharing something. You don't even need to talk. And you're just like, yes, I get you. (laughs) Well, just showing people what's possible, like with Mm. vegan culinary, like stuff now it's, it's, like there's no reason to eat animal products. We have alternatives for everything. Right. Totally. Yeah. And I mean, oh my gosh, I love that. make meat, make meat. <laughs> when, they cook, <laughs> when they cook meat, um, they're seasoning it with plants. So right. it's like, yeah, just season <laughs> some tofu. Right. Season <laughs> some veggies. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just as incredible and yeah. amazing. I get so excited about vegan food. Like, I don't know about you, but it's just like, anytime I go out, I'm like, oh, this is yeah. vegan. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really exciting to see. And even like here in Mexico, like I'm um, somewhere like I haven't been for probably over two years and mm-hmm. the amount of like new vegan places. Oh my goodness. Whoa, it's really serious? exciting. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. It's very really cool to see. That is um, so amazing. I kind of was thinking about like the idea of how like we're all, except for a few people, but we're all pretty much raised as children, like to eat meat and how it's the norm. And then when we're old enough, we kind of like, if our parents are supportive, um, Mm -hmm. we decide if we want to like stop eating animals or not. Right. So it's interesting now, I feel like there's going to be like this whole other generation and maybe mm-hmm. you can speak to this. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. thought about this. Like, <laughs> I <think> I have. <laughs> the, the child was raised vegan. And then right. when they're old enough, they're deciding what like, to do with what? that. Yeah, exactly. So when yeah, no. Yeah, so right now, currently, like we've been raising him um, vegan and plant-based. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but we have had the talk where it's like, what if he does decide you know, to eat meat? And um it's kind of how I approach most things where I'm just like, it's his kind of free will. And, and if that's what he decides, um, but I'm going to provide him, I think with a, like in most information as I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's his decision, you know, at the end of the day. So, um, we're going to be open to that. So whatever he decides to believe in, uh, whatever he sa- decides to eat, um, it's his, his life and we're just going to be there to support and, yeah. you know, be there. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so interesting that, like, the one that includes eating animals, which most ch- most children love, animals. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. the default. <laughs> totally. And, like, it should be the other way around. Like 100%. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so his name is Zaya? Zaya. Zaya. Yeah. And how old Zaya. is he? He's 14 and a half months now. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. So He's amazing. How- how was the whole journey of like being pregnant as a vegan? <clears throat> um, did you have support from your like doctors, family? Oh I yeah. Had, about, like meeting nutrient needs. Yeah. I had incredible support system. Um, uh, uh, doula, uh, my, who was my best friend, Aaron. Um, I also had a midwife from pomegranate uh, midwifery and um, yeah. And everyone was really supportive and it was just a, really beautiful experience, um, being pregnant, uncomfortable at times, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I didn't have any issues or any problems. And I was really, my doctors were all like, wow, you're so healthy. The baby's so healthy. Like what, you know, and actually in our last checkup, when I took Zaya, uh, for his one month or one year old, uh, mm-hmm. checkup, they, uh, could not believe that he was plant-based and that so was I, because they're like, wait a second. You, what do you mean? You're, you're only eating plants. Like, I'm like, yeah. And he made the person that was like um, a part of our session take notes because he's like, Mm -hmm. isn't this interesting? Like he's the tallest in his bracket. He's in the percentage. Um, He's the healthiest. And they just could not get over Like, what do you feed him? And they were taking notes. Like, I'm like, can we feed him beans? And we feed him, you know, vegetables, like all these different things. They're like, what? He's like nothing, like no dairy, no meat. I'm like, no, you know? So that was really cool. We were like, we walked out of that meeting. We're just like, wow, that's amazing. That is <laughs> for doctors so to be amazed yeah yeah <laughs> for them to be like asking you for like the notes yeah like, to totally <laughs> they're taking notes yeah. oh my god yeah that's great um so how was it like introducing first foods to him do you want to share a little bit about that because I think a lot of our listeners are interested in like oh for for foods like, for what yeah, we kind of yeah. fed him. Uh, we started with avocado and that still to this day is his favorite food. Okay. Like, he will eat it on anything and he wants it every day. <laughs> um, yeah, we went with food, uh, avocado, yeah, yams, broccoli, 
um, just all through the vegetables and then the fruits. And uh, we, we were doing this thing called baby led weaning. So it's them, mm-hmm. you know, getting to eat on their own without you feeding them and um, kind of them taking their time and, and developing a positive experience with food as opposed to, um, you know, you have to eat this now and I'm going to shove this mm-hmm. in your mouth. Um, so it, it lets him decide and he just loves food. Like he eats more than we do. We're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's hilarious. Um, what do you use for um, like milk? Um, so we use uh, almond milk and then um, we also use uh, ground flax seeds a lot with okay. uh, a lot of his meals for the B vitamins and um, uh, nutritional yeast. And yeah. Yeah, that's great. I think there's um, just like from the clients I've worked with that um, have vegan babies. Mm-hmm. They felt like a lot of um, pressure to use dairy milk after weaning. Oh, so, yeah, I actually got yeah. that a, yeah. quite a bit. Um, but I just let them know, you know, you know, we don't mm-hmm. do dairy in our house. So, um, yeah, but that I have heard that a lot from a lot of moms, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. like go right to cow's milk. And yeah. I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, doesn't resonate. No. <laughs> no. And it's just like odd too, with like the percentage of the population that are is lactose intolerant. So for like dairy to be pushed on every single person, totally interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. Um, I actually have an ebook. Well, it's like more like a guide. Um, oh wow! About plant based pregnancy, and it go it covers like nutritional needs from like prenatal nutrition all the way up until like the baby is two years old. Oh my gosh, um, that's incredible. Yeah. It's, I just was getting like so many pregnant vegans <laughs> coming to see yeah. me. So I was like, I need to put this into like a guidebook and just have all the information laid out. Um, so they can feel comfortable with their decisions and know that they're like getting everything that they need. But one of the things in the section about like dairy is like, Okay, dairy is providing like fats, right. protein, calcium, and it's fortified with vitamin D. Right. So those things are important. Your baby right. needs them. But yes. Is dairy the only source of those things? No. Right. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's just interesting to see, like, when you lay it out that way, it's like, okay, well, let's see how you can meet their needs of these nutrients from other. Right plant foods where can we find this is it on your website because yeah. I have a lot of mom like friends that are moms that um okay were it during like having babies right now as well so I would love to share yeah. that yeah, yeah yeah I'll give you the link after that, but it's just incredible. on like the shop page of my um brand new website that I just rebuilt Woo. myself <laughs> yeah I'm, you. I'm super excited about it like, oh my gosh I'm excited yeah. for you yeah <laughs> um so I've been like so quiet on my um Instagram and plus I have like the vegan boss Instagram but like my right. nutrition one I don't remember the last post I made but I was yeah. gonna post one about my new website so <laughs> Yeah, please do. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that just like a personal choice for you to kind of just like you're easing out of or just take a break or? Um, I've just never. You don't mind me asking. Yeah, no, it, I've just like never been good at Instagram. I feel the same way. I don't know. Like I just, <laughs> I love writing. Like I write 
for my blog. I I yeah. love like sharing food. I just like can't put it all together <laughs> in right. like a, a consistent way where I'm like posting consistently. Right. There's a lot of pressure. Hey, I feel yeah. like to always, and yeah, yeah, a lot of anxiety can be surrounding, you know, posting all the time. Yeah. And yeah, I felt the same way actually. And all throughout pregnancy, I didn't, I didn't want to be anywhere on my phone. Yeah. I didn't want to be on Instagram. I didn't want to keep, you know, sharing things. I just wanted to yeah. kind of go inwards. And um, so I, I, I feel you That's on that. Good. Yeah. You yeah. have to go with like how you're feeling for sure. 100%. Definitely. Um, what about your high vibes apothecary Instagram? Do you feel the same way or do you have someone running that one? No. And, um, all throughout pregnancy, once again, I just, yeah, I just kind of, and I didn't let anyone know. I just kind of dipped out and I was also Mm -hmm. experiencing a lot of family, you know, things with my mom who has dementia and it just was a, it was a heavy year. So Mm -hmm. I just stepped back and, and I'm going to start posting again and sharing. Um, I'm grateful that we've been busy still. Like I haven't needed to be online, but, um, I, I, I'm starting to show up more and step out more now that I'm kind of getting my legs back working from yeah. being a new mom and just this past the past couple of years so yeah okay. yeah 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 definitely like my sister too Megan she we have the same thing where we're like the only thing we're consistent about on social media is being inconsistent <laughs> I feel that I feel that it's like you know what yeah oh I love that that's almost yeah. like this the saying that I always say that it's perfectly normal not to be perfect or normal like yes. it's just oh you know what I mean God, that. like yeah yeah that's so good totally <laughs> like especially when you have multiple accounts like I'm yeah. way more consistent on vegan boss Right. So I almost just want to like put in my synergy like stories like, hey, like follow me on Vegan Boss if you want to. Right. Them <laughs> and like want to totally. keep up with me, my posting. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Um, oh yeah, you're the High Vibes Apothecary. So I wanted to um, ask you a little bit more about that. I, I I'm familiar with some of your products, and I know that. Um, my favorite spa in Vancouver, Willow's Wax Bar. Yay, Willow's Wax Bar. Yeah, yeah um, Rhiannon. Yes. Rhiannon, <laughs> the vegan. She's the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you have, I think, candles and like some face oils. Um, yeah. What else is in the, in the product line? Um, and then we also carry um, a lot of energy mist. So what, how it really started was... Um, uh, I got really into vibration, sound vibration uh, throughout my healing journey. And I ended up getting into holistic healing and massage therapy and Reiki. And um, I opened up a mini practice and all my clients started buying all the products that I was making. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, the number one was really just for the energy. So it's really grounding. And then I have one for high vibration um, to raise your vibration up. And so what we do is we tune everything to the vibration of love at 528 Hertz and um, and so it carries a higher vibration. And it's really just also a reminder to keep returning to love because that's essentially what we are. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, our message really is to raise the vibration of this planet and just to come together and, um, you know, just have the reminders that there's always love. So, yeah, so we carry energy mists. Um, I have a chakra line. So it's for each of the chakras, the energy center points for within our system and our body. And um I got really into, um, back in the day, learning about, I don't know if you've heard of Dr. Emoto, who did mm-hmm. the study on water, yeah. right? Yeah. And how our, that. yeah, and how he froze 
um, specimens of water um, where they had sent different like love vibrations or negative vibrations mm-hmm. too. And the ones with love all turned out in these beautiful, perfect, almost like snowflake structures. And then the ones that they sent like hate to and all these negative thoughts and all these, you know, bad feelings too, uh, were all broken up and fragment in fragments and just looked disarrayed. And, you know, just um, that really spoke to me. I was like, wow, we're made up of mainly water. Imagine what our thoughts and our vibrations and our intentions do mm-hmm. to our own cells and our own system and our, you know, yeah. to ourselves. So, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so that's kind of, I got really into that. And um, I love the idea of um, the different vibrations um, within our body because we're made up of more than these bodies. We are mm-hmm. energy and energy mm-hmm. is infinite. So, Yeah. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> so, so besides Willow's Wax Bar, where else can people find your products? Um, so you can find us now at most recently Finlandia, um, which is on West Broadway, 111 West Broadway. Um, there's both Vegan Supplies, Friend and Foe, which just opened up, which is an all-vegan friendly boutique. Um, it's below Vegan Supply. Um, you can find us at uh, Rise Up Market, a good friend of mine, Roger, from Calabash just opened that oh, cool. um, with Raj from uh, who owns Cardums. Um, they kind of brought this together so all the community can get together and um, they carry a lot of vegan products there as mm-hmm. well. Um, yeah, we have quite a few other ones as well. Um, uh, Tell Your Friends Cafe in Bowen Island. And yeah, just uh, we're going to share uh, once we open up our online store uh, oh, in okay. 2022. Uh, so it will have all the information of our stockists in Vancouver okay. and elsewhere. And people can order online probably right now from one of those places if they're not in Vancouver. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That's so exciting. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I mean, to bring it back to like the animals, mm-hmm. like thinking about the vibrations that they go through their whole lives and then in oh. death and then people eat them like that. Oh my like, goodness. I just had this conversation with a friend who was saying that um, he was sitting with the Rastafarians and, Rastafarians and mm-hmm. they were saying that um, anytime you ingest, you are what you eat. And so anytime you've ingested an animal, you're also ingesting the suffering that they went through before death. And mm-hmm. I, I just was like, that is, that makes so much sense to me, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I think so. it, I think it affects us for sure. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, most people are really disconnected from the whole process. Like, I don't right. know if you've been paying attention to like um, the Abbotsford farms right now that have all been flooded. Oh, that have all been flooded, right? Yeah. With the cows and yeah. 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 It's just like really so interesting to see like just how the media is like portraying it as like oh like the hero farmers are saving like their animals saving their animals that they kill and yes <laughs> I mean yeah yeah let's, like not forget why they are there locked up right in the first place <laughs> exactly yeah. exactly yeah 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 it's, it's really sad what's going it's on it's so sad but um I mean maybe it will help see people or show people that like there are these living creatures behind the products that they get at the grocery store. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I hope, I mean, I, I always hope say so that. Too. <laughs> Whenever I know. I did too. Yeah. 
like, oh, this will be like a turning yes. point in humanity. So. Right. <laughs> I still have hope. Yes. Yeah. I do. It's happening slowly. Slowly, slowly. Slowly but surely, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, with like being a musician and an entrepreneur and a new mom, like how do you stay motivated to do what you do? And have the energy to do what you do? <laughs> Um, I think it's all the veggie food, to be honest, um, and the high vibes. But uh, no, it's actually been the most challenging time. I've really had mm-hmm. to flex a lot of my practices that I was doing before and finding those small windows because the windows are small, a lot smaller now um, where I have those moments to kind of take, take, take care of myself. Um, you know, I was a huge advocate of that before, but once mm-hmm. you have a, a new baby and you're trying to get back to work and find the balance within that, it's just, it's it's, I just take my hats off to, you know, all the parents out there. It's a challenge, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, so just the smallest window that you can for yourself throughout the day, I try and take that, um, just to kind of recenter myself and, um, focus on the things I'm grateful for. And, Mm -hmm. um, even just taking a bath, um, you know, um, maybe with Isaiah now, (laughs) (laughs) um, that's my bath time, which is like a really beautiful time that we spend together. And, um, yeah just taking those moments for yourself whenever you can yeah for self-care and self-love yeah yeah Yeah. I feel like the the (laughs) diet I mean this is like my nutritionist like part of my mind but right the diet is huge like it's massive (laughs) do you have any last uh like tips or like what are the biggest kind of messages you want to put out to help like people that are interested in going vegan I feel like just to trust your own body, to listen to yourself, like to what you're really needing, um, to trust your wisdom and your, your intuition, I think is the biggest thing. And to do some of your own research, um, you know, trust what feels right to you. Uh, there's a lot of information out there. It can be overwhelming um, and a lot of opinions out there. And I just think just stay in your lane and just do you. I think that's all I could really say to that. Yes, I yeah. I love that. So Naray, thank you so much for being here today. It was like so interesting to hear your story and how you got into it. And thank you for everything that you do. You are such an amazing example of like a perfect, healthy, radiant vegan. So I think you're going to inspire like a lot of other people to go this way too. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. I just love what both of you do, what you put out into the world. And it's incredible to know that you're Um, around in the world and sharing your light and the information that you have and your heart and I'm just grateful that we connected today.